Our guest today, I met by happenstance at a photo shooting, and I'm so glad that I did. Leonidas Teodotidis, otherwise known as Leo Teo. And we talked today about his specialization in costume design and other textile works. At that initial meeting, I had the opportunity to take a look at his working space and get to know him a little bit better. I was so happy when he took the invitation to come and visit us here at the Radio Phipps studios. He has a large range of unique individual pieces. From classical and historical costume design, often used in theater, to more avant-garde pieces used by other artists such as musicians in their music videos. Raised in a middle-class Greek family in Germany, Leo Teo takes inspiration from these and other cultures and employs them into his work. Stay tuned to hear more about Leo Teo and the textile arts. Leo Teo, welcome to English Breakfast. Hello. I am so glad to have you here today. I've actually wanted to do this for a little bit. We have had some interactions before, and I am an admirer of your work. But before we really dive into what you're currently working on, maybe you could tell me a little bit about how you began to get an interest in creating clothing pieces. Uh, I think I always had this creative side in uh, doing clothes, but actually my grandfather was a tailor. Okay. So I think I have his genes, and es war sicher, dass ich das irgendwann mal machen würde. And did you see him actually doing his craft? Um, nein, okay. not so often because he was. He was already in Rentner und hat dann gar nicht mehr genäht. Aber ich habe hab, hab viele Stücke von ihm im Schrank okay. gesehen, ja. And how was that, to like take the pieces out and see how they were made? They were actually traditional clothes yeah. back then. Mm -hmm. So, and the first century, he got his first ticket to Italy. He went to Italy, bought a costume, ein klassischen Anzug, Herrenanzug. Mhm. Den hat er gekauft, mit dem wenig Geld, das er hatte, ist dann zurück nach Griechenland und hat den Anzug dann angefangen zu patronieren, zu nähen in verschiedenen Größen. Davor, wow. davor noch im Dorf waren alle mit, der, mit, mit den Trachten. Sagen wir mal so, er ist, glaube ich, einer der Ersten, wenn nicht sogar der, der Erste, der in, der in dieser Region Herrenanzüge geschneidert hatte. Oh, there, and there's nothing like a man or a woman in a good suit. There, there's something about about that that cut, and the Italians are very well known yes. for their suits. So I can imagine that he got inspired by that, and I think that takes a lot to be able to deconstruct something and recreate it. Recreating, yeah. yeah. Bei mir ist es eher so. Ich habe mit der Mode eigentlich so viel zu tun wie der Tag mit der Nacht. Bei mir ist es eher künstlerisch. Yeah, Deshalb yeah. bin ich auch viel mehr im Kostümdesign. Yeah. Ähm, ich bin nicht diese, ich, ich kann nicht nähen in der Art der Manufaktur. Das ist mir zu technisch und dann wird mir das auch irgendwann mal zu langweilig, wenn ich äh, 
immer dasselbe zehnmal hintereinander nähen muss. I'm more one piece style. It seems, yeah, much more expressive. Yes. Um, but you also work and collaborate with others. Uh, you have a fair amount of historically inspired work. You mentioned it. You do have a different cultural background. Has that influenced, do you think, the work that you do? Or do you think that's just a byproduct? Or you have lots of different influences, it seems, probably. Yeah, perhaps. I, I, I'm not really sure. Yeah. I think it's because of my interest in all cultures, in yeah. all histories, in all countries. Well, wenn es um Mythologie geht, ah. dann spielt es bestimmt eine große Rolle, dass ich äh, Grieche bin. I could see that being really a big part of the so when I'm sewing uh, costumes for like for Olympic Games or for um, ancient drama play, it helps. It helps a lot. Aber ich denke, dass wenn ich auch über andere Kulturen nachdenke oder nähe, die ich, das ist ja, ich bin ja nicht nur Grieche. Ich, no, ich, ich hatte no. letztens, ja, ich hatte letztens ein, ein einen von diesen Herkunftstests gemacht. Aha. Und oh, da kam sogar ähm, 3% irisch-walisisch. So there must be something from north. The Celtic. The Celtic, ja. Yeah. Und deshalb glaube ich auch, auch diese Art von Kostüme im Mittelalter und mehr so angelsächsisch und vom Norden Wikinger-Kostüme, denke ich, habe ich auch gut drauf. Yeah, and I think we can be inspired from different things that we see in the impulses and the, mm -hmm. the tangents. And it's not like you do only just one thing or mm -hmm. one style. So that's and so, so interesting. And also I, I was born and grown up here. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, al I already was in a multi place and generation with friends from everywhere. So yeah. I, I think that helped a lot. Yeah, I think it can make you more innovative. That's my experience anyways, yeah, yeah. because you see things not only from one perspective, and then it's easier, I think, to get inspired and to not take one way as the only way of doing something. So, And as you said, you don't want to continue and make manufactured things that are mass-produced. It's more the individual. Yes. First of all, it was seeing the objects, probably the materials, the, the textures from your grandfather. And as you said, you've always been a, a creative person. Um, how did it start out for you? Did you start drawing or, or collecting materials? Or how, how was that in, process? In the classic way, with drawing. Mm -hmm. I was very good in drawing. I, I had my first, my first prizes were all from f drawing art. Drawing, then with sketching, mm -hmm. classic way of sketching. Specifically for um, clothes. clothes. Mm -hmm. okay. It began with clothes, yeah. dresses, hats, bags. Did you do that from the very beginning? Did you study that, or how? How did no, that look I, for I, you? I didn't study anything with um, with fashion design. Okay, so it's years just a later, at, um, in nineteen in, in 1999, I went to. Uh, a school for textile arts. So there's again arts more than than uh, fashion. And in uh, 2016, I got my textilfachbearbeiter. 
Yeah, and did that help you? you no, know, I just needed good. the paper. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was not, <laughs> yeah. yeah you're, so you're autodidactic. That's the truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah yes, I'm you, I'm autodidactive. Yeah. But you need a paper if you have to, if you want to go to a, fa- to a fashion week or you want to present your work, you need that paper. Okay. Good. <laughs> you have it. <laughs> I have it now. Yeah. Yeah, but I think after a while when you have the experiences then No, yeah, yeah, braucht man nicht. Yeah, and then and then you don't need need it anymore. That's es, es sagt auch nichts mehr. Es sagt nichts aus über no, meine Arbeit. Da steht no. nur drauf. Yeah. Ja. Herr Theodoridis Leonidas äh, weiß mit Stoff umzugehen und das war's dann auch schon. <lacht> Mehr nicht. Ja, and how do you um how do you go about collecting the raw materials or how do you go about doing a project? It's a, it's a mix. Das meiste ist Material, das es schon gab, weil ich sehr oh. mit äh, wiederverwendbaren Materialien arbeite. Das ist auch so eine Philosophie von mir, die Uh, alles beinhaltet das Second-Hand-Verhalten uh, gegen Fast Fashion, nachhaltige Mode. Das sind jetzt natürlich Themen, die immer wieder angesprochen werden und manchmal denke ich mir auch, es hat keinen Sinn, weil in Wirklichkeit wird nichts wirklich gemacht. Und deshalb bin ich immer auf diesem Pfad. Ich sehe, ich habe diese Sachen, was kann ich aus denen machen? Und eventuell ab und zu muss vielleicht noch ein anderes Material dazu, das ich dann höchstwahrscheinlich dazu kaufen werde. Aber das meiste ist, war immer schon da. Love it. So you start with the sketching first? Yes. Yeah, and the idea. Okay, do you ever go do it the other way around? Like have something and you think, oh, I could make oft, this out of it. I think often. Now more than, than, than back then. I make the piece and then... I, I say, oh my God, I need the sketch for that because someone would buy it or want to see it. And then I have to draw it afterwards. Das größte Problem davon ist, wenn ich etwas zeichne von, vom Anfang an, dass das aber, bis es fertig ist, niemals so aussehen wird, wie ich es am Anfang gezeichnet habe. Das ist ein großes Problem. Also nützt mir die Zeichnung am Anfang, ehrlich gesagt, wenig. Und deshalb zeichne ich das alles danach nochmal nach. Ah, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that also shows how autodidactic you are. That you're going into and you have the idea in your mind and you're getting, you know, as you're using I materials. I think it's the, it's the Leonardo da Vinci syndrome. It's a Krankheit eigentlich. Leonardo da Vinci hat seine Werke nie vollendet und sie waren auch am Schluss nie so, wie er sie vorgezeichnet hatte. Und das passiert auch vielen anderen. Man fängt anders an und man endet ganz anders. Yeah, but that, that's, that's the something that we just don't understand as well. Right? Solange es um mein Stück geht. Die, die es nicht verstehen werden, sind die, die etwas in Auftrag geben und das genauso haben wollen. Da muss ich dann schon nach Plan gehen. Wie beim Architekten, wenn der Architekt sagt, ich möchte, dass dieses Gebäude am Schluss so aussieht, <lacht> da kann ich nicht anfangen hier. Ach, ich mache das Fenster ein bisschen weiter höher und die Tür mal lasse ich ganz weg, das geht nicht. Aber solange ich für mich meine Stücke mache, so wie ich sie haben will, kann ich sie machen, wie ich möchte. But I think that makes you really fresh, because you're always working on something mm-hmm. and even if you're not completing it, I think that process for the things that when you actually have a contract to do 
that knowledge and that freshness is going to also work into that yes. i think yes. yeah because you're experimenting with the materials you're thinking about sure you're maybe frustrated and say like, oh, okay this is a dead end now i'm moving on to the next yeah. uh, but some paint as you said some painters they paint one pa- painting and they start and then you know a month later depend or whenever it's finished and others you know they paint five at the same time that's yeah. the way i you know when i was painting that's the way i was doing it i like the freedom in my works because that's why people ask me can you make this for for my next red carpet and i say honey i'm sorry look at my closet take what you want if something is there that you like take that for the red carpet to start with something new with a deadline it's very difficult for me Yeah, you're And very it, free. It, it, it will not be ansatzweise schön genug, wenn ich nicht die Freiheit habe. It's very unique in a way, but that freedom is probably one of your higher values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have done quite a lot. You're here from Göppingen, but you know, what's wonderful is when we discover these gems, people that are doing things that are unique. You have done quite a few things, though, over the years. Maybe you can tell me some of the highlights of collaborations or or um, Jeez, different shows highlights. you've done. Or, or even he, here. Yeah, I know that, you know, everything has its moment, right? It's 20 years now, and, and there was a lot of highlights, and I started to forget. So, what was highlights? Well, why don't you tell me what you're working on now and what you started on working? Or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm now in 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 that phase. I, I have große Pause. Yeah. Weil ich an anderen Projekten gerade dran bin. Aber ab Juni, Juli fange ich dann mit der nächsten Kollektion an für 2023 dann natürlich. Aber bis dahin wird es nichts Neues geben. I can talk about my last yeah. Voodoo, was eigentlich, ähm, ja, das war die, die Kollektion in der Pandemie. So, und um sie yeah. zu präsentieren, habe ich eine eigene Quarantine-Home-Show gemacht. So, Homeoffice. Ich habe die Stücke selber getragen, bin die selber im Haus gelaufen, habe das Ganze aufgenommen, aufgeladen. Und ja, zwei Tage später habe ich einen äh, Vertrag gehabt mit einer Sängerin, die mir die ganze Kollektion abgekauft hat für ihre Video- Musikvideos. I understand. I saw some of it. Yeah. And I really, really liked the pieces. Thank I you. really, really found them very inspiring. And I can absolutely see them in a music video or in Cirque du Soleil kind of thing. But they're also kind of critical. Yeah, they're kind of edgy one-of-a-kind pieces. They really fit to her songs because mm-hmm. she's a metal rock singer. Okay. Her songs are a lot about feminism, about the woman's role in higher society. The, the women will already get on high positions and what they are going through. Because it was nice to call them, to invite them to the these positions, but now we get a spider. Then sehr viele Frauen jetzt in diesen hohen Positionen, weil wir das irgendwann mal machen mussten. Aber wie kommen jetzt diese Frauen in diesen in dieser neuen Rolle klar? Und das weiß keiner. Yeah, it's Und darüber really difficult. Sie. Yeah, that's oh, that's very you know that zeitgeist. It's really very current. Um, yeah, because 
there's a lot of bending and conformity in some ways, often to our being in order to fit into any structure. Mm -hmm. And when you're looking at big business or capitalist structure, there's certain norms that have been established from those that have made them. And then at some point to pivot and try to change the way of doing things can be difficult. Yeah, I think it's a, a really, really interesting topic. Why don't you tell me about some of the themes? Because you had different themes in this one-man show, let's say. Yes, my idea of this show was there are 10 to 12 voodoo dolls. So every doll represents something bad who happened to us. The nuclear waste doll, the environment doll, rainforest, coal and steel. Auf jeden Fall, jede Puppe repräsentierte, sagen wir mal, eine Katastrophe. Und ich glaube, ich hatte sogar vor, die Pandemie vorausgesehen. Was it cathartic for you? Getting, yeah. getting this out of like yeah. these, yeah. you know, I think that sometimes, um, you know, if you're watching the news or you're aware of what's going on, mm-hmm. let's say in your everyday conversation, people aren't talking about it because people are not wanting to face the reality all the time. Sometimes we have a lot of anger yeah. because things are not just yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's good to, to have that anger. And then one of the wonderful things with art is to be able to use that and express it, make it into an object, and then yeah. it's, it's sort of... Cr- Definitely. Creates- the last doll uh, with the uh, crystal stone mask and the horns, the last doll has in one hand pigeon, and in the other a machine gun, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So she walks the one way, and at the end she opens her hands, and in the back there is the question, vote now. Oh, das ist so eine Anspielung wow. auf, auch auf die Reality-Shows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the, the, uh, das Publikum unten hat dann die Möglichkeit, mit einem Voting-Buzzer zu drücken. Aber in der Show ist es so, dass egal was man drückt, der Frieden verliert automatisch. Oh, wow. Ja, weil dann, es soll dann zeigen, so oder so, wenn wir weitermachen, ist es unsere Vernichtung. Aber ich, ich, es ist sozusagen, ihr werdet sterben, alle, aber ihr habt die Möglichkeit zu wählen, wie ihr sterben wollt. So Wähle die Form des Vernichters. Von was willst du? Von diesen zwölf Versionen. Mhm. Aber sie werden alle sterben am Schluss. Es ist ein bisschen pessimistisch, aber ich versuche dadurch, die ein bisschen zu erschrecken und aufmerksam zu machen und sie aufzuwachen. Ja, ja, ja. Und ich denke, Art kann das in certain ways. And at the same time, it's not like a, a lecture. It's not like you're being lectured to. It's, you can take it mm. in in another way because art gives you that space. I'm just showing the consequences. Yeah. So you choose. Yeah, I find it really, really interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it is with, let's say, the environment, right? We know that this is coming and that there's very little time left. And we have the choice to try and modify things yeah. and make things maybe better for longer or at least for the next generation. So I, I, I think there's so much you can project on that, on, on, on an installation like that. So I think it's, and everybody will see something different. So I think uh, really fascinating. What other projects have you worked on? So, I mean, that's one more recent thing. Mostly on theater. Mm-hmm. 
in costume design, some short movies, music videos, and then textile art, some installations, some exhibitions. Yeah, and what like what locations or who have you collaborated Everything. with? Everything. It was <laughs> it, it it was uh, I think my best collaboration in that was in my hometown in Greece. Uh-huh. And four years ago because I had more than 180 costumes okay. there. Yeah, yeah. And then I went back to Germany and I was thinking what should I do with all the, the costumes? I didn't even know that I had so much costumes. <laughs> then I, I was I was sitting with a friend who works at the uh, culture center of the city, and we were ta- we were talking. Uh, uh, I was telling her I want to leave and I don't know what I, to do with my costumes. And then she had the idea: well, bring that to the town hall, to the art department. We will put them somewhere so you can go and then you can decide what to do with them. Oh, that's good. Well, ich hätte sie weggeschmissen, um ehrlich oh. zu sein. Ja, ich hätte sie weggeschmissen. It's so sad. <lacht> It's so sad to think of that. Oh, Weil, no. Hat neue gemacht. Auf jeden Fall. Danach, one year later, there came a, a paper, an official paper. They would do a vestiaire with my name. And that would be officially the vestiaire a costume wardrobe wardrobe yeah costume yeah. wardrobe with my name now i'm the second one in my city who has his name on a building who is still alive wow yes my city oh, honored me that way i think this is one of the big, big honor, milestones yeah. yeah it's a big honor wow mm-hmm. lovely As I said, I really enjoy enjoy the pieces, but I mean, it, it, that's hard to say because it's all, not all the same, you know. They, they you have more traditionally inspired everything. Yeah. I have from from the I think from the very beginning of the humankind to science fiction yeah. in space. This everything. Tell me about some of the other maybe collaborations or things that you've worked on. Uh, other collaboration is with um, bekannte Schauspieler oder Sänger. Oh, okay. Ah, Jolene Turner. I have make, made for him a vest and two gloves for life outfit. Yeah, you also do a lot of accessories. Accessories, yeah. yes. Accessories, hat pieces a lot. Mm-hmm. I think they, uh, they know me m- mostly from my hat pieces. Is there a special technique to that? Um, I don't think there's a special technique. <laughs> It's always one of a kind. Well, I think the, früher vielleicht hatte der Hutmacher eine bestimmte Technik. Yeah, aber yeah, es gab. Ja, ja, das, war, das ist auch heute noch, wenn man das uh, wirklich uh, mm-hmm. lernen möchte. Aber heute macht das keiner. But actually in America, a lot of people are beginning to wear our hats, you know, like yes. brimmed hats. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there always has been like a little bit of that. Or, you know, if you think of like the Mex- Mexican, they've, all, they've oft, often had a brim, not a sombrero I'm thinking of, but like a brimmed hat, yes. you know. And a lot of, I've, I've seen that a lot, like in New York, a lot of male and female, a lot yeah. more women are wearing these these brimmed hats. It's its own thing, becoming more respected again. Yeah, I think Perhaps for a while yes. it was out. People weren't wearing hats at all. Here, it's not. It's not there yet. It's not here. It's more. It's more hype. I think. Mm-hmm. It's a hype for. It's. It's like the the corset. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. five, oh, ten yeah. years ago, okay. when we started to do corsets again, when you saw uh, girls wearing them in the club for coffee. <laughs> But it was a hype. No, they are gone again. That's very, very niche now. Yeah. Yeah, you are more in tune with that than I am. <laughs> It's just an observation. High quality hats. You mentioned that you had this one artist that bought the whole collection for their music. Yes. And you've done a lot with theater. And your work is theatrical. That It is, is. The way. That is the one adjective. I wouldn't say... It. It is it avant-garde is a, it as is well. Av- it is avant-garde. It's, yeah. Theatrical avant-garde. Yeah, yes. yeah. Why do you think that it has such a resonance, for instance, with musicians and other artists? Now also the actors, or writers, all artists. Yeah. But I'm more into that because I don't want to sue a dress 10 or 100 times. For what? Or if that, when when someone comes and asks me, Leo, can you can you sew for me a uh, a skirt or a dress? And then I think, why? Why should I sew for your dress? Go and buy one for ninety ninety nine. Why should I? Why should I sew something when it's mass production out there? Yeah, but if somebody would come to you, let's say an artist, they're thinking about I don't know a certain theme. Would you be open to making a one of If the I have piece? the time, we will discuss it. You have to know the person. You have to get that. That feeling. That, that feeling. Uh, Yes, and I must have the time. When I have the time and mm-hmm. we will discuss it, then we can say, we need this, I need this, how can you make this? So we can start it from you. But mm-hmm. again, for me, it's easier and for and better if they look in the closet, in, the, in my wardrobe yeah. and... That's more the something. way that you work. Yes. Yeah. Is that you're getting your inspiration from, yeah, where do you get your inspiration? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. It, also in the middle of the night. This is why my bed is near my atelier studio, my showroom, because it happens a lot. I'm, I wake up in the middle of the night and I have to run in and to start, at least to start it a bit. So I will not forget the idea. That is a phenomenon. Yeah, so that that's um, crazy, not it, phenomenal. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. But that just shows me how much of an artist you are, because it's something that's you're working on it in your in your sleep, and there is something where we get into different states. I speak to a lot of musicians and authors, um, and often they'll get a line or inspiration or sounds. While they're in the shower, people, you hear that all the time. Yes. And there's certain states where you're not completely down, but in between where often inspiration comes. Yes. And then if you don't capture it, then it's gone. So some musicians will, you know, sing something, da-da-da-da, in their phone, or or people will have a book by their bed. Yes, exactly. Because it, it, just, it just comes because... You're processing all these things. So you're getting it from all the environment, things that you see, things that you hear, yes. the people that are around you, And the it nature. can happen anytime. Mm. So I have <laughs> to be near my showroom. Do you wear any of the pieces? I, I mean, it really does seem that it's the creative process. It's the it's the producing of the objet drap that is 
the inspiration. Do you ever wear your your pieces? My own, yes, yes. often. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. I have to. Yes, okay. And I want to. Yeah. I also wear the pieces who are not for me. I put it on me to see, is it okay under the arms? Is it okay in, mm. the, in the waist? Can they bend? Can they sit? Yeah, so I, I use myself as a sewing doll and I can wear them. I think I have the figure for that. So I can put it on me first and then on the doll. I love it. You're so out of that. That's why I say, I often say I can also do my shows by myself. I don't need any model. I can, I can wear it myself. I can shoot them myself. It's all very much a part of you. You really, really see that. What role does color or texture play in, in creating hmm. pieces? Or other, or other things? Because you also bring metals yes, in and yes. other it depends. Things. It depends. When it's something historic, you have to be very careful about the color. Because yeah. in, in, in Middle Age time, there were... The colors were a little bit darker, a little bit smoother, not so... They didn't have like, the same yes. colors, yeah. Then if you make something in a futuristic or science fiction, there's more silver, more metallic. It depends. Yeah, so it just depends on where you're going and, and, yes. and what theme. You work in themes, it seems, right? Yeah. I mean, you might do one individual piece, but sometimes you'll, yeah, you'll have like a collection of pieces that are around a theme. Yes, right? and pieces that you can combine them anytime with the other ones. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, when I have 10 pieces, you can make over 20 combinations. And what themes have you gone through so I far? I think everything. <laughs> so yeah. far, everything. They are not much leaf anymore. Sometimes I say, Last week was again the discussion about a dress in uh, Baroque. Uh. And I said, no, please not again, because I think I'm, I'm through it. I'm, 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 I'm done with it. You've really done it. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Perhaps in, in one or two years again, but not now. It's too much. If someone would like to get in contact with you and hear about maybe where you're going to be having future exhibit or what you're working on, yes, how I'm, can they best do that? I'm in all social medias with Leo Teo or hashtag Leo Teo. Wonderful. Great. Well, thank you so much thank for you too. coming by today. I just really, uh, you know, I, I just discovered you and um, really by happenstance in some way. And then when I started looking and, and seeing some of the things you did, I just thought, hey, this is really great. Thank you. And uh, to, to discover it in our in our gripping and, and uh, I wish you all the best. And, and of course, that you continue to have the inspiration that you have and and create new works of art that I think will inspire us all. Thank you. That ends our program for today with Leonardis Teodidas talking about the textile arts. One of the things that really impressed me about Leo Teo was that combination of respect for the craft creating traditional and historical pieces, but also ultra-modern. As he says, the complete 
opposite to something like fast fashion as he makes only single unique pieces if you would like to find out more about leo teo and his activities or take a look at some of his pieces please look to the show notes and follow the links this is angeline fisher signing off for english breakfast wishing you the very best wherever you may be in the world until the next time.